Thank you so much for joining us today for the Northgate Review Podcast, where we take a look at the sermons that were given in our Sunday services. Today, me and PLD have a lot of fun, so thank you for joining us, and let's go. You think they want to hear this? Yeah. I hope they want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we do what we do. That's why we do it, guys. It's for you. For you people out there listening. Oh, did we start? Oh, we started. Boop, 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 boop. I got to get the signal. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And action. (laughs) Hey, welcome to Northgate Review. Last last, um, last, uh, day of, well, today that we're recording, last day of April. Because you know what it's going to be? It's going to be May. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. I was about to jump in and then I was like, oh, you're going to reference <laughs> What's the next thing coming up? May the 4th be with you. That's the big mm-hmm. funny one. Yeah. Yeah, the Star Wars thing. Is there a one Cinco for de Endgame? Cuatro for Cinco. those uh, oh. Arrested Development fans. Okay. There you go. Yeah. If um, you're out there, there's like two of us in the world. <laughs> um there's there's holidays in May. That's awesome. Yeah, but you did reference Endgame. So you've come to the right place for the spoilers. Here we go. If you haven't All right, let's 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 debrief that first. I actually haven't watched it yet and <sighs> so good. I, I was talking to my daughter yesterday. I was like, "Oh, today it's cool." And she goes, "Science was the worst." And I was like, "Why?" And she goes, "Everyone ruined Endgame for me. Everyone was talking oh. about." It. And I was like, "Oh, no way." She's like, "We have to go." So I was like, Let's go this weekend after the women's conference on late. Saturday, right? Well, but she's like, we got to go see it. I was like, I want to go see it. I was like, let's do it then. She has a birthday party at 4.30. So I was like, we'll drop you at the birthday party. Perfect. We got three and a half hours. The rest of us at the movies <laughs> will come pick you up. She found no humor. It's such a big commitment, too, because it's the over three hours long where Oof. you can't just say, hey, we got a few hours. Let's go pop in. Let's just movies. be honest. I'm a little nervous about getting through that without going potty. And My pregnant something. wife, I tried to dehydrate her before we went to the theater. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. I was like, I cannot drink yeah. anything for hours beforehand. I mean, you know me. No, it's yeah. hard to make it through a podcast without going potty. Yeah, there's a, I know people who have looked up the best times. Like, they'll look it up on Google. What are the best times to go to the bathroom during in-game? Like how, <laughs> no way. How long into it? Yeah. No way. It's so long, and there's no intermission. All right. Yeah, I well, made it through. I'm proud to say I made it through without having to go to the restroom. Speaking about culture, some of what we talked about this weekend, but this is the big <laughs> thing going on in our culture right now is uh, that they're Marvel. Yeah, man. It's Them, they're Phenomenal movie. Don't wait too long. It's not the end. We all know it. No, it's not the end. It's just a great movie. <laughs> I'm For in. those of our faithful listeners, you have exactly one week until we begin debriefing the the movie. On the I gotta podcast. watch it first. <laughs> I gotta so see it. Go see the movie, and we'll we'll <laughs> we'll talk about it. I gotta see it. I just watched uh, on the basis of sex. I yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I thought you were like it's on the basis movie. of sex, since we're talking about sex. No, yeah, that's you know what great. I watched the other day. <laughs> that was my most recent movie view, and it was great. What is that? I've never even heard it of that. It was great. You have to check it out. On the basis of sex, is uh-huh. it a Netflix movie or? Uh, it's about. Um, I, I I want you to look it up. I mean, we do have technology now. Yeah. What are you making me look up right now? Little Ruth. Little Ruth. Um. Yeah, it's about the Oh, journey. it's a real movie. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's an appropriate movie. Yeah, well, I was going to say I thought it was like maybe a Netflix or a Hulu. No, movie. yeah, it was great. That's the last like real movie that I've watched that was oh. in the theaters. Who is this in here? 
well, check that bad boy out. Um, it's essentially changing laws that on the basis of sex, gender, um, that there can't be, there shouldn't be discrimination. Discrimination. Felicity Jones, yep. Army Hammer. Yep, she plays Ruth, wow. who ends up becoming, and you know this too, I believe. Think about the Americas mm-hmm. and our superior. Court. Oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. There you go. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. The big, the big Supreme Court justice. I still really want to see Vice, and I haven't sat down and actually checked it out. I have that. I have it. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I heard that it was pretty good. Man, Christian Bale really gained weight for that movie. Really? Did Have you not seen him in it? No, I just have it. I haven't watched it yet. <sighs> he looks My wife wanted rough. to see it. She gets like the list of you know the after the Oscars and stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, hey, these are the movies we need to watch now because we just haven't watched them. And then we got one and we didn't even make it through like a little bit. And we had to turn it off. It was like, what? Yeah. This is really Speaking of great films, uh, me and my wife right now, she refuses to watch The Karate Kid. She's never seen The Karate Kid. One of the greatest movies ever made. She refuses to watch it. Which one? One, two, or three? Oh, just one. I don't okay. care about the others. The yeah, first one. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Okay. Kai Dojo, sweep the leg. <laughs> so every night I say, are we watching Karate Kid tonight? And she just laughs and changes the subject. It's like when I was trying to get my wife to watch Dumb and Dumber for years. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Years. It's, Still a, it's a cardigan. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can spend the rest of the time quoting Karate Kid and Dumb and Dumber together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So All right, let's anyway, move on to something yeah. important. So what happened this weekend? <laughs> All right, so this weekend we had kind of a one-off. It was an awesome follow-up, I think, to Easter. Easter was fun. Yeah, Easter was a lot of fun. Easter was fun. Just It was fun seeing everybody. We had a Saturday night service. It's good energy in the room. We had a cool little curtain drop. I know people were pretty hyped on. Yeah. Um, it was just clean, solid, and uh, I'm, I was so thankful to meet so many people's friends mm. and guests that they invited that yeah. they were proud of, thankful for, and... Uh, we really tried to focus the whole weekend on just taking care of, you know, honoring um, the courage um, of saying, like, we want you to be proud of, of yeah. this faith community and mm-hmm. the people that you're in community with. And we're going to try to not screw it up. So, yeah, if you're going to bring your friend, we got to make sure that <laughs> you are excited to bring your friend, that we love on your friend, and you don't yeah. have to worry about what's going to happen. So that leads me to this. And we talked about Easter last week, but that leads me to this is. There was a handful of people that then came back again yeah. and said, oh, my friend came back again. They yeah. wanted to check it out again, you know, like on a normal Sunday. And yeah, and uh, that was really honoring and great. And it was a, a fun message to then talk about drama. It's just a, a one-up. Yeah. Um, and we teased that out in the podcast a little bit. Some of you maybe did figure out that urban <laughs> dictionary definition. <laughs> that you I didn't used. get too much feedback from that. Did you know one left the church or anything over it? No, there was laughter until that one spot, and then it was serious. I think it was because it was like, wait, is that really up there on the screen? <laughs> the one with all the... Uh... <clears throat> yeah, yeah, those things, the jigs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It was all good. It was all good. Yeah. Uh, there was some, uh, There was some. maybe a little bit too much laughter about the Price is Right video. You were so cute back that then. That was a vulnerable moment. I mean, just around the office. It was, it was a vulnerable. great week in the office, man. What? Because you, that video, I may afford it around to some people. Yeah, I have a problem with that. We need to have a conversation. Oh, it was so great. It was so great. No, the problem is, is you have the other video as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's where I have a bigger issue. If I was to show you pictures of me in high school, I can promise you, you would forward those things around so fast. Oh my god! With that afro, why do you think I deleted my Facebook? With that afro, <laughs> he says. I he he had a video of me doing a a weekend news segment for a cooking spot. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, sorry, you don't understand, and you will not understand. But there was a Good Morning Arizona, and I yes, it's if you want to know. I will take offers depending on how much money you have. <laughs> no, I can forward no, this it's video not out. happening. I had to go have like a stern talk with some people to be like, "Stop it! This is my stuff. People oh. are seeing this, and I don't know how and where." And Man. the 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 fun thing was is so that that the Price is Right thing that was eighteen years ago. <sighs> I know, right? And um, uh, I'm like you for are old. Wow. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> For years, I was like, man, how can I use this? Or what do I use this at? I was like, I've got to be able to use this someday. And then it literally just popped up. They're like, huh, that'd be kind of fun. That's kind of dramatic. It's a little dramatic. Because I didn't want to do too far of a reach. It was just a fun, Yeah. how you can think of drama and suspense. Which that, goes that to one dollar bet. Come on, get out of here. There was multiple. I know. I'm yeah. just going to raise it one dollar. You know, yeah. just basically make you useless. Oh, man. Well, the the winning the win you know to win the cat sand sculptures. Mm-hmm. Was Let's the get act- into this. Come the on. The actual price was five hundred and fifteen dollars. And how does that make you feel, Larry? <clears throat> I yelled at people during the commercial break, oh, and come on. oh no, Bob and I got into it, and that was right when Happy Gilmore had come out, and I was ready to go Happy Gilmore with him. Bob he Barker. was mocking me to the entire audience during commercial break, asking other people if they want to take my spot, telling me that I was a loser, I couldn't figure this out. Like, why are you still up here? Because part of it is, is I got pulled up in the first group, and so I literally had the most opportunities out of everyone Bob's to win. Savage, and I was man. the only one who didn't. Even the person who got pulled up and only had one opportunity the entire game to get it, she got it. Man. Yep. Bob had your number. Oh, well, and he was calling me Lawrence, so I was like, I wanted to drop a Robert on him, but I didn't know if it was official. And wow, I might have told him he looked like a mannequin. He did. He was dead. Uh, we should we start doing the podcast next time we do a video <laughs> podcast. We should get the Bob Barker mic, that really long, skinny one, <laughs> and just be sitting there holding it. That'd be funny. Man, Price is Right. You you watch that when you're home sick. That's it. I'm not gonna spare new to my dog. I'm so mad at you. I'm not having my pet spayed or neutered <laughs> just because of you. Oh, man. I am not going to help solid. control the pet population. Anyways, there was that talk. There was even some talk I, I heard this morning from some of the staff that people literally didn't believe that it was true, that we somehow mocked that video up and put yeah. me in there. We make some videos here, but we are nowhere near we're pretty, good enough we're to make videos. We're pretty good, like but that. not that good. Not yeah. that good. We do not have the skills to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, awesome. I thought that's great, man. You've still been wearing that same black sweater <laughs> for however many years. <laughs> you did uh, say that when you like something, you buy like 30 of them. So maybe it's not the same one. That was a little Aeropostel. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> little three-quarters it. Aeropostel, man. Oh, I used to love Aeropostel. Oh, that's solid. Oh, that, that is, is solid. So you talked about drama. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, which was great, um, you you went through uh, just the way that culture views. Well, I guess there's other stuff. We don't have to get right into that one part. But what did you? What was your favorite part of the message? Like, what was something that you? I I, you I just really enjoyed that. Took such a simple concept. Yeah. That really we all know or have heard, mm-hmm. and um, just teased it out. It's in applicable some really to so practical many different areas. ways. Oh, yeah. and it's so frustrating. 
It's so frustrating. Um, I had I had a conversation with a, a friend yesterday for like an hour and a half about like oh they were like ah this has wrecked me. I don't know what to do. I'm in these situations, and yes, based on my past experiences, that this isn't the wise thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Based on my current circumstances, it's not the wise thing to do. And because I want this for my future to be healthy and right, hmm. this isn't the wise thing to do. But I'm in it because it felt right. Yeah. It felt like it was the right thing to do, which <clears throat> ended up having some conversations in the lobby about people just kind of like in a um, search mode about like, hmm, what is right versus what is wise? And hmm. is there right things to do that aren't wise, but you should still do it? And Yeah, that one I thought about too. Like the difference of just because it's right, is it wise? Well, and that, that's where we'll talk ourselves into. And we didn't get to tease it out like crazy, but just tried to give some quick examples of, you know, there's lots of things that, you know, like some more extreme examples. You know, a friend's like, I really need you right now. Let's go to the bar and hang out. Yeah. Well, you got to get up early in the morning because you got something else or your family's been around. And you go like, well, the right thing to do was to go there. Um, but was it the wise thing to do? Could you have? Schedule another time? Could you have invited them over here? Could you have just talked on the phone? Mm. Could you, which gets messy and yeah. hard. <clears throat> and I'm just using it as one small random example. Um, but that's where you start teasing out into past mm-hmm. experiences that play into all kinds of things, current circumstances that play into all kinds of things, and then your future. Like, when your future could be the next day. Yeah. Right? And um, the, it's, such a simple question to ask, but it brings profound clarity. Yeah. And it illuminates all kinds of things and honestly illuminates a lot of things that you don't want to illuminate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you can see it with all kinds of concepts of, well, my future hope is that, you know, I'm going to lose some weight or be healthier. Yeah. So then that's the catalyst, that vision that helps make current decisions, right? Of like, well, I'm not going to have that. Or yep. I'm not going to do this. Or I'm going to sacrifice this. Or I'm going to go leave early um, <clears throat> from my – I've shifted my day, my work day, to go to the gym or whatever like that, right? It makes – it helps make John's flexing. Huge. <laughs> huge. I'm huge. You're huge. Have you see me? I'm huge, man. Huge. Um, but those those types of things can give really empower us. Yeah. Um, but the, the fun part is it's so simple mm-hmm. um, but so difficult. Because, you know, some of it just goes back to culture, which is what you were starting to tap yeah. into of the danger of culture or the the noise of culture and how loud that screams at us. Yeah, before you got into the points about, you know, making the actually making the decisions in light of your past, in light of your present, in light of your future, you got into the reason these wise decisions are uh, so important. Well, this was Paul. He's saying like, hey, be careful. Yeah. Which is be mindful. Yeah. Think about. Yeah. That's the whole careful thing. But how you live and you walk, yeah. right? It's, it's that interchangeable. There's another yeah. um, translation kind of in there. But how you live and you walk, because and to be not unwise, but wise, right? Yeah. And then it talks about taking advantage of every opportunity, redeeming yeah. the time that you have, because the days are evil. And you're like, what does that even mean, right? Yeah. And that was where it was really talking about. You you got to be careful and make wise decisions. Uh, and use your time wisely because y- you have everything pulling against you. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to go with the current, yeah. the flow. 
Well, that and chapter... there's an undertow of things that you find yourself swimming hard against, and you're because you're not swimming sideways. You know, it's like yeah. if you've ever been caught in an undertow. It's, I think it's in that chapter in, in Ephesians five where there's, I think it's either three or five different walks. Like it tells you essentially, it's saying like, look, this is your life with Christ. This is how you walk. Yeah, yeah. This is how. Yeah, you we walk came it right out. in the middle of a yeah. conversation, which is great. You can take each one individually too, because there's a sure. profound meaning in each one. Um, but I, I totally agree. Like, and, and the one, the first thing you said that really got me thinking through my own life was when you were talking about how culture <laughs> just wants to pull you to the line and then get you to cross it so that it can make fun of you. And I was thinking back to my early or late teens, early twenties, where I'm trying to figure out who I am and I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to fit in the church and my life and in my own skin and all that stuff. And, and it was like making friends that are outside the church for the first time. And, and them telling me, oh, we, we don't like this about you. We hate the Christians do this. We hate this. They don't have any fun. But then when you cross the line, the judgment of, well, I thought you were, I thought you Christians were supposed to be different. Like you're doing this stuff too. It's like, well, you didn't like me when I was a Christian and you don't like me when I'm not a Christian. Like, which one do you want me to be? And it was like, if you're seeking that happiness out there, and I know there's other people that agree with me that have had the same experience. Like you're, you're seeking this approval and and culture's never gonna give it to you because they don't they're not really gonna accept you anyway that you act from either side of it. You want right. to seek what's true and and gonna bring you the most joy, or you want to go their way. And yeah, it was frustrating for me. But you made me relive some some past experiences, and not in a really bad way. But I was like, oh, yeah, that one's true. Lived that one out many times. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have done that. But yeah, I I love that leading into it because. Let that happen again. That that was a catalyst for me making decisions forward and having to stop and think, okay, hold on. Is this culture, but realistically, let's call it the enemy, is this the, the enemy egging me on to, to lose witness here, to say, oh, you're going you're gonna to burn your reputation if you do something right now because you're going to act without thinking right. again. Um, Everybody's doing it, man. Yeah, exactly. Or But then you start thinking, this is how it kind of morphed later on after that was, well, is Christian culture just wrong then? Like, it, well, that's just legalistic. So I don't need to go that way. Well, I, I, I tried to like do a little teeny poke about it yeah. to say like, hey, by the way, our culture is actually very Christian. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and we're not gonna fight that stuff. In fact, totally. what are we doing right now? We're fighting it like we have not fought it mm-hmm. since I've been alive. Yeah. And probably before that. I mean, there's always been a fight for justice and equality and stuff. It is rising up like a wave yeah. in our culture right now. Like there's a there's a nice huge ripple going on mm-hmm. um, of reckoning yeah. a lot of these things. And <clears throat> it's funny those are the things we fight, but yet we're fighting for. And to realize that it's really is a Christian culture moral that's taking place. I remember having conversations with my friends. I remember watching the culture shift um, because of probably pressure and expectation when the the um, dating app stuff mm. or the online dating stuff kind of came on. And yeah. It really turned into like a hookup thing. I mean, yeah. let's just be super mm-hmm. tender honest. <laughs> let's yeah. be tender about it. <laughs> let's be real tender <laughs> and love here. <laughs> let's match some things up. Yeah. Uh, but um, I remember having a conversation with um, with someone in my life that was really important and it was a woman and – um, you know, she was telling me kind of what was going on and it was really difficult, but it was also difficult because she'd get like three dates in and that was an expectation mm-hmm. that, that, that date, you know, also took place in the bed. Yeah. And, 
you know, I'm just going like, man, in light of your past experiences yeah, and your current and where you want to be in the future, I don't know if this is like the wise thing to do. Yeah. And you're so much more value and you're so much mm-hmm. more love than this. And you're giving, you know, like not to be, you know, um, very brash, but it just is what it is of like, you're so much, you're giving away like, you're, like it's like the candy store. Mm. Like this is, this is you and you're loved and you're so important and it means something different to you. And it was just a battle for them. And they were even discussing me and I was trying to have such empathy and sit there with them of just like, this is what the culture is. It's not like when our parents grew up or mm-hmm. when other people grew up, this is what it is. And so yeah. you have to do this. And this yeah. is part of it. And it's how am I supposed to meet people today? Because it's not the same as it used to be. It's all yeah. online. But then, but then what you do is you see in the future, hmm. you see hurt or frustration or brokenness or relationships built on rocky foundations. Yeah. You know, and, and you see all kinds of those things today. And, and you've grown up in a generation that's known almost nothing else mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. Got my first phone when I was like 15. Okay. And I was late to the game. You're a rich kid. Yeah, well, I bought my own track phone. <laughs> you have to be careful who you text because I'm paying for those minutes. So <laughs> she better be worth it. <laughs> but that's a, that's a way that, um, you know, culture causes people to really lament through some yeah. decisions or or even or even to- get has an undertow to do something that they didn't really want to do, mm. didn't really think was necessary, but felt like they were trapped and had no choice because it's just what everybody does. It's an interesting concept. It, and you're seeing it real quick. You're, one, one last thing, you're seeing yeah. it happen with some of the reckoning stuff, with like the Me Too stuff, which yeah. should yeah, yeah, happen. Yeah. And you're seeing men who made horrible decisions. Yeah. And some of those decisions not to get crazy into this was based on, well, everybody else was doing it. Was, everybody else was, was talking that yeah. way to women. Everyone else was, you know, sideways sexually harassing people mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, asserting power and dominance. It's nonsense that you let yourself do that because it's horribly inappropriate, but it's also nonsense that our culture approved of it for so long yeah. and has hurt both sides a ton. Yeah. This passage is so... Yeah, let's get back to the... Sorry. Well, yeah, no, 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 you're great. It's, I'm going to continue on that. But this passage is is so applicable even to this day. Like, it's still Paul's encouragement to say, hey, wait, why don't you stop whatever you're facing? You can use this passage no matter what culture shifts because all his encouragement is is to stop and think about what you're doing because culture is going to work against you. We're asking these questions, like, for instance, a huge culture shift, like what you were talking about with Tinder and with with dating and the way it looks, life is lived online now. That's just the way that it is in our culture. That's that's the new relationship. So trying to figure out, okay, Jesus never lived through that. So how do we interpret what he taught and how he lived in the way that culture and the world and communication has shifted? And our question is right now, you know, how do I use my phone? How do I use my Facebook, my Instagram, whatever it is? How do I use that for God? But we're not asking, how is that using me inappropriately? How is... Because our phones, they're shaping us into something as well. They're shaping our pe- this people group into a different type of person. We don't know what that's going to look well, like. This goes exactly to what we were talking about. In, in the midst of the culture that we live in today, how do you make wise decisions? Yeah, exactly. You need to be careful mm. and make wise decisions and, and use your time appropriately. And that's something that we didn't tease out a ton. Um 
I, I, it was a, a fascinating poke at it, in, yeah. in, in my opinion, and we could have gone into it more. But, you know, I talked about um, in the community groups this week are going to be talking about some of this yeah. stuff, too, about how to invest your time or don't just kill time mm-hmm. um, or um, don't just waste your time. But um, the time that we use, is it on your phone? Is it mm-hmm. doing something that's not wise? But then even furthermore, the, the the specific poke that I thought was really fascinating and fun, you have these conversations too. You'll you'll meet someone or know someone or be connected or networked with someone. Other people will be like, man, where'd you meet that person? They are yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're so good. Oh man, the work that they're doing. Oh man, that's like a famous person. You know, the, the, they'll like lift that up to be like, how yeah. do you know all these people? Yeah. Oh man, and what it legitimately yep. comes down to do is, important things. <laughs> yeah, that's legit. It was like, well. It just naturally happens in your sphere of yeah. influence because you all gravitate to one another because you're a part of something that's bigger than yourself and you want mm. to be for the sake of other people. That's like some of the people that we've invited onto the stage. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how did you meet them? How is your network so big? I ask you that all the time. Yeah. How do you, how do you know these people? The, and we're all nobodies. Yeah. <laughs> just doing important you things. Do important things and people will see that. You know, you become an important person when you do important things. Like this. This passage, the reason I was saying it's so broad, like what we're saying, you took yeah. such a simple thing. You can literally take this, like, you could do a leadership seminar from this passage. You could sure. do a, a spiritual growth, like actually the way it is intentioned, you know, the walk that you have following Jesus. You could do this in relationships. You could series. do it as a beginner, like exactly. start here. <laughs> yeah. As you were doing that last one, uh, that's a business mindset, like a leadership principle, you know. Think about where you want to go and make decisions based off of where you want to go. Well, it's and we do that too with like yeah, schooling. Exactly. Hey, don't just go to school to go to school. I mean, you do that when you're younger, but mm-hmm. when you're going to start getting into debt and making decisions, or it's like the dating on purpose. Yeah. If you're thinking about if your future hopes and dreams of what you want, then why are you with someone that's yep. not going to actually get you where you go? Yeah. You know, you have plenty of friends. Just be friends. Yeah. You don't need to waste your time or your money on it. Yeah. Sorry for those of you who are like, oh my gosh, Larry, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a tough week. You have no idea what it's like to be single right now. That was too mean. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're going to be talking to singles in a couple weeks. I'm super yeah, we pumped are. about it. Launching the next series. Yeah, we're not in there yet. We'll keep talking. We'll but, get there. Uh, the, um, yeah, in a bunch of areas, we're totally willing to yeah. pause and think about and project. And then we smartly use it. Like, I want to be a doctor. I want to do this. Or... You know, you're, you know what's funny? This last week was the draft for the NFL, and mm-hmm. I know most people don't know that, but you know it's on the news a little bit. But one of the things that they highlighted was how many of these young men were had been deleting things off of their Twitter mm. or their social media post and just flippant comments that they had made about equality, politics, yeah. racial stuff, comments – because they're getting ready to come into the spotlight, yep. and they weren't thinking at the time, what's the wise thing to do when it comes to this? Mm. Um, because it can sneak up on you, and it can really mess with your hopes, and your dreams, and your future. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, culture's so interesting, man. It, it is such a weird thing that we've lost the, the Christian morality that we're talking about in some areas, but as a whole, <laughs> politics and... and America. Well, the areas that we've lost it, quote unquote, is the ones that we've just taken to the line. To say, yeah. How how far is like too far? Okay, okay. Let me go. Yeah, yeah. Step past that, and then let me argue my side and just make it. Well, if God doesn't like that, then I don't want that God. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's crazy. It's but it 
there's no better representation than right now. I mean, we're we're pursuing the kingdom without the king. We want the things that the Bible teaches. We want that relationship with something. We want the good things that come from a life with God. Kingdom but, without the king, for sure, man. Yeah, but it's like, well, I don't want to do it your way. Yeah. I'm sure I can find it myself. Give me the keys to the castle, but yeah. don't be around. Interesting. So, yeah, then little, you moved in. Little uh, Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> so Just then, be a super host. Yeah. Just show up when I need something. I love Airbnb, man. That's a great way to travel. That revolution. <laughs> That's a, it's a good analogy for um, the, the kingdom without the key. So then moving into those three things, because uh, we were breaking those down a little bit more before we, before we hit record today. About, yeah. um, you know, in light of your past, in light of your present, in light of your future. Those three things. Um, I know that in my life, there's things that I should not, especially right now, there are things that I should not do in, I could rationalize them as good things, but there are still things like, it's not wise for me to do that at this point in my, my age, my ministry, as a young married person, there are things, and it's not wise for you to do that. Sure. You know, like for me to be alone with a woman at our church kind of thing. That's not wise for me to do that as a young pastor on staff, married kind of thing. But Jesus was alone with the woman at the well. You know, there's things that he that we see in the scriptures that you're like, well, that's not the right thing for me to do. It's a, it's a fine line. that That's where the wisdom comes in. Yes. From what I've seen. Yeah, and it's different for everyone. I mean, yeah. Um... Yeah, you went you went a different direction than I was getting ready to go. Never with mind, you. we'll take it out then. I don't need it. No, take you're good. No, 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 I can cut that out because we've been talking about that anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, uh, one of the concepts that was has been powerful for me, but also very frustrating, um, like in the midst of the moment, is the no for now doesn't mean no forever. Mm. There's, and I really watched that resonate with a lot of people, especially with the laughs, because it's so true of like once in a lifetime opportunities or never going to be able to do this again, or it's only sold right now. And I was even talking with during um, the weekend with Gabriel who does uh, our videos, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes he's our, uh, he's the cute face in the video announcements. Yeah, he is. And he's also our, well, what do we call him when we do our podcast and stuff? He's our producer, producer, <laughs> producer. Yeah. Producer Gabriel. He just popped his head out the window. I think he needed me for something, but too bad, Gabe. <laughs> Anyways, he was like, oh man, today just walloped me. And he, uh, you know, it's like in a stage of life where we're saving up for the next season, mm. um, saving up for the next season to just what that, what he's wanting is future hopes and dreams. And he's got to get another car and it's like, do I, can I move out or do I move in with other people or, you know, do I save money? And he's in right in the middle of the season that a lot of us have found ourselves in and, um, like literally getting ready to make those decisions. And he was like, Oh, that was totally perfect timing and a check of what do I do in the midst of this moment right now and yeah. the decisions that I'm making because they are going to have impact on my future. Yeah. And I've got to focus right now on my current circumstances, but with the really, um, with a really big vision for my future. Yeah. You've used that concept of the no for now kind of thing. We've talked about that quite a bit in the last six months, but we've used it in, a financial lens and I, you know, I'm in financial peace right now. That's a big principle sure. in financial peace. No, for now you live like no one else now. So you can live like no one else later kind sure. of principle. Sure. But as you were talking about it this Sunday, that was probably the first time that it went 
away from financial to every other aspect of life? Like what are other areas, not just in our money that we can say no to? Right. Like what can I say no to right now? Well, it can even go with like, well, you know, cause we've talked a lot about relationships yep. today. It can even go like, I, it's not appropriate for me to date right now, but that doesn't mean that we can't date forever because I'm not in an emotionally yeah. appropriate space for this to be healthy. The totally. lens that I'm looking through because of, past grief or brokenness or just what season you were in currently in your past or are in the midst of going through. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, it connects to all kinds of things. It connects to all kinds of things. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I wanted to open that up. Like it's not just your money. Like that's, that's everything I think about relationships was the one that I thought through. And I'm thinking of different friends that I have that have said no to dating at different times in their life because they're, so you know what? It's not working for me right now. Sure. So I need to take a step back and see what I need to do. And taking that step to look at yourself and to build your relationship with God and, and whatever that is. And sometimes it comes through, maybe you're exhausted from what you're doing through work, taking a little break or or the, the churchy word sabbatical from work or whatever. I was listening to a podcast last night about a pastor who's going to take a three-month sabbatical because he planted this church. He's 10 years into it. He's like, I am exhausted. And if I don't take a step back and say no for now, cause I, we're growing, we're doing great things and I want right. to keep loving you guys. Right. But if I don't say no right now, I'm going to be done, done. And who knows how long, like it could be another year, it could be another three years, but then I'm done, done. If I don't step back and, and I uh, get some healing on all of this. Right. I was, um, <clears throat> just having a conversation with a friend, um, that has been just kind of finishing up a long, difficult season of transition in multiple facets of their life mm. um, and loss or just switch and change and um, how that they've been with, you know, recently someone else that have been going through some similar changes and kind of said like, well, let's help each other through it. And the right thing to do is to spend time together. And the difficulty is, is it's not necessarily wise for one another Mm. Um, to be that person that carries you because what you can do is um, in the midst of those types of moments, when you don't appropriately evaluate it, you can start to become dependent on another person or a thing. Um, And you can become dependent on them being dependent on you and your dependence on them instead of um, their identity and dependence being on God, right? Mm. So we can forget um, a lot of... Those moments, uh, and I'm distracted by this piano. Yeah, I know. There's a child in here, I think, playing is, on the Jesse's is. piano in his office. No, that's how Jesse plays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but the um, the the thing is, is is when we get when we just start making decisions because it feels right. Mm. Um, which is probably 90% of our decisions, if we're being honest. Yeah, it's like a gut feeling, oh, right? Or it just, just feels, feels right. right yeah. Or it feels like I deserve this, or it feels like I need this. Mm, um, I've earned it. The question is, is is, is that so the long road, there's a longer road to it, but it ultimately goes down to is what's your identity in, mm. right? So if all this stuff goes away, um, like are you going to be okay? Yeah. What's your identity sitting in? What's it focused on? Is it on a, uh, are you finding your identity is really wrapped up in a job? Are you finding your identity is really wrapped up in a person? Mm. Are you finding your identity is really wrapped up in a, in a house or a city that you're living in? Yeah. All of these different things is you're finding your identity is really wrapped up in these things. If it goes away, right? If we just keep saying like, but this is the right thing to do because it feels good. It's the right thing to do because this is what I want. And, 
And, uh, but we don't think about the wise piece of stuff of making sure we're healthy before yeah. we make decisions because of what we want for the future, we want things to be healthy. We can find ourselves in a mess when that suddenly is pulled out from underneath us. Yeah. Well, I think we also, with our Christianese mindset, you know, was we, that too much? No, no, no. Okay. I think also we, you know, we pray for those open doors, but realistically what that translates to is we strong arm an open door <laughs> to make something open. Well, or it's. Looking for an open door, but uh, if the door's not open, I'm looking for a window that's cracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a buster something. Which, you know, th- so there were two different ways as you were talking about this on Sunday that I was that I was thinking through. The idea of, okay, one day at a time, like one decision at a time. That's wisely making each decision. But then it would, it would swing back to that extreme to the other extreme of, well, hold on. I got to keep like an eye on the horizon kind of thing because this walk, like where do I want to go? I don't want to just make... It, decisions that aren't going anywhere. So it's, right. it just kept swinging back and forth. And uh, a lot of times I think maybe that is when we start making gut decisions, when we only have one of those in mind, where we're only thinking about the future and we're not thinking about, well, what does that actually practically look like? Well, do you ever set up, uh, maybe I'm just a super weirdo, but I, I have set up in my calendar. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have in my calendar once a quarter that pops up for an all day thing. You know, that's a reminder. Evaluate your goals. Ooh, once a quarter. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, because if I can't keep my future hopes and dreams out in front of me, I'm just going to get, I'm going to be making weird decisions and I'm going to be lost, right? Hold on. Let me write this down. (laughs) (laughs) It just pops up as an all day reminder. And it's, it's, it's one of those practices just to keep you from being, you know, in that spot like you're talking about where, how do I, how do I keep an eye, um, on the horizon, but but still do what I need to do. You're super focused in the moment. You're looking down at what you got to take care of. You got to take care of now, here, and hope that whatever happened in the past didn't, doesn't jump up and bite you. Right. Every once in a while, man, you drop something that's life changing on me. I, I already, feel like that's gonna be the one for I, a while. I gave you two. I gave you the candle thing already. <laughs> I gave you the candle. Yeah, thing. they'll experience the candle thing soon. That wasn't life changing. That's just like message changing. Life changing. <laughs> gonna change everything man because i'm you know we talked about diving deep here let's go back to the first series of the year when i talked about slothfulness and i told you the depression piece and how that's something that grips my soul for the last 10 years yeah imagine the unhealthiness that pops up every couple months because i get i don't know acedia in my life if i'm stopping every quarter to evaluate and take a breath and to say hold on are these decisions you're making are you still going where you want to go right that's another tool to work on on John. Well, and you have this tool, and we've mentioned this before too. It's called the replenishment cycle. Mm-hmm. And often you can find yourself when you're just kind of things are out of whack. It's yeah. usually because if you look back and you stop and you evaluate and say, where am I at? Oh, I'm not actually accomplishing the things in yeah. the different five different domains yep. of my life that are really healthy. The replenishment cycle. I'm not taking cycle, care of myself personally. For those of you who don't know, is a life plan. Uh, life coaching kind of thing. It's one of the tools. Yeah. One of the tools where it's things that you need to be doing to stay emotionally, physically, uh, spiritually, yes, personally, intellectually, yes, emotionally to be healthy, spiritually healthy. Yes. So, but this is a tool also to, cause, but real simple here. We, I mean, people could do this just to give it away. Yeah. I mean, if you just wrote down, what are the things that make you physically the best person you are? And you would say, you know, like if I got to work out three times a week, Mm -hmm. And do 30 minutes. Okay, that's great. That's yep. that piece. 
Make what's sure you're the doing thing? It. What's the thing intellectually? I gotta, I gotta read. I gotta read you a know? book or, every month. Or whatever. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta listen to a book or do some audio stuff. Yeah. Or I gotta write. You know, whatever that yeah. may be. Uh, then you look at it and say, what's the thing for you emotionally? Right. Mm. Well, I gotta date my wife. I gotta yeah. spend time with my kids. When that's good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you say, well, what's the thing spiritually? Well, I need to get into the word, or I need to. Um, go on retreat. I need to take yeah. a vacation. I need to evaluate mm-hmm. goals. I need to read the Bible. I need to do whatever. And then you look at that, and that's it turns into your replenishment cycle. That's very specific. And then you really grade it, and you'll look back and be like, "Man, why am I out of whack? Why am I making weird decisions?" And you'll realize one of those things are off. That holistically isn't healthy for you. Sorry. You've given me a piece with the life the life plan. This replenishment cycle is good at at um, labeling when I get there. Because then you're thinking, oh, I have to look back and say, why am I feeling depressed? Why am I feeling low, essentially? What's this dark night that I've wandered into? Oh, yes, now I have on my wall the replenishment cycle that I can look at and say, oh, you've stopped doing this. Right. This quarterly checkup could say on the other end, I don't have to make it to the dark night before I realize, oh, mm, you stopped yeah. reading right now. Get back in it right. so you don't wander too far. Yeah, little little offense I get little, to play. Little quick pause and evaluate mm. is can be a handy thing. Wow, can be a handy thing. Here, let me give you some money for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was man. good stuff. There you go. Yeah, I, I love the message. It was uh, it was fun to kind of take a pause from a series and just hey, here's some good stuff to incorporate in your life. And so I had fun. We had Carl in the city. Our good friend Carl. Yeah. Ramus? 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, he'll take it how you give it, I'm sure. Yeah, which was fun. He, he, uh, it was a lot of fun to have him. You talked about at the very, very beginning of the podcast how good it was to see these people come back. And I was lucky enough, just like you, I got to be in San Francisco two weeks in a row. So I did get to see also some of these people come back yeah. from Easter, which was really fun to talk to them yeah, about. Yeah, I think you actually had someone that says, look at my friend came back with me. I know. There's a sweet lady that sits, I talk to her every weekend. I'm there, Cynthia. She had brought her neighbor to Easter. And what was cool, you and I talked about the same thing for the most part, yeah. about doubts and questions. And, and this woman hadn't been to church in 12 plus years. And it's Cynthia's neighbor, so she's bringing her to church for Easter. She agreed to come, and she's kind of venting on the way. I don't come to church anymore because I have all these questions. I got all these doubts, and nobody wants to answer them yeah. or talk to me about them. Preach. And Cynthia, she's so funny. She's so animated. She's like, I almost fell out of my chair when you started talking about that. <laughs> so then she ended up becoming a follower of Jesus that day. She came back the second week. We talked about getting her signed up for Rooted. Wow. I mean, it's like, here we go. Love it. Love stuff like that. Yeah. But we are we did our one off, but we are heading into a new sermon series after the women's conference. Yes, yeah, so we got women, women's conference this weekend, and then um, Megan's going to be sharing with us. Megan Faye Marshman. Yep, and she's going to be videoed in for the San Francisco Bethel campus. Yep, <sighs> cannot um, wait. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Killer, and then starting a new series after that called Now What? Now what? What are now we supposed what? to do now? Yeah. It was really hard for me to decide on now what or what now. Sure. Because they have two different connotations. Yeah. <laughs> one's desperation. What, what feels better? And one's confusion. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Yeah, so that'll be fun. Talking about the different seasons, transitions of life. Talking about, yes, being prepared for what to do when something happens that you weren't prepared for it. Um, yeah, to being ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and Carl's actually going to be here 
on the 19th. That's a couple the weeks second weekend. Yeah, so of we're the kicking series. it off on Mother's Day, and we Love have that. baby dedication, and then kicking off the series, just talking about these things. Going to use some stuff from James. Mm-hmm. Um, which is always fun. Full I love of James. Full of wisdom. I love the book of James. The 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 New Testament wisdom literature. Yeah. Well, this passage from this weekend ties in perfectly with this upcoming series. I mean, this is one you can keep going back to. It was a little to. bit of a setup. Yeah. It was a little you bit of a setup. going back to this message on our YouTube page through this series to kind of keep evaluating as yeah. you walk through. Yeah. That's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, so we're going to go... Um, yeah, we're going to go hop into that. Then the next week, Carl and Jerry will be sharing at the San Francisco campus. What's up? And they're both going to be talking about mm, towards like school stuff mm. of like, how do you, you know, how do you not have that season where you like leave for school or leave for the next season of life and you also leave the church or leave authentic community or leave God? And yeah. it's not until later in life when you have a family or something else happens, you know, like you just talked about this woman was gone for 12 years because yeah. she had questions and felt like the church couldn't handle mm. her questions. How do we keep that from happening and say, this is a great place all the time to ask questions. Yeah. This is where you should be in the, one of the craziest identifying, you know, path setting seasons of your life being authentic community. So we're going to be talking about some of that, be fun. you know, cause you're going to have graduations coming up. You're going to have people getting ready for career stuff. You're going to have all the yeah. those types of things happening. And it works well together. I'm even down as a 37-year-old dude. I'm going to be down graduating myself that weekend, Woo-hoo. walking down south. Yeah, Doctor PLD. No, no. no. <laughs> MA. Masters. Oh, that's, that's less it's impressive. Ma- I know, I know. It is. <laughs> a master. Can you get your doctorate so I can call you Dr. PLD? I'm not interested. What? What's can I just call point? you Dr. PLD then anyway? No. No, that is a very distinctive honor. We have doctors in our church. Oh, We've let me seek few, them actually. out and I'll call them They the have worked much harder than I. Doctor. Yeah. I can think of five or six just but off the top of my head. That's my Marty McFly. Oh, I try to make sure I call a handful of them doctor. Just, mm. it's, I mean, they, they've earned it. It's an honoring thing. It is. It is an honor. Yeah, so we'll, um, we'll do that series. That's going to get us into June. And then we're going to do a, uh, for a month, we're going to do a speaker what are we calling it? Summer, summer speaker, summer, summer speaker series, yeah, something like that. Yep. So I got a exactly handful of friends it. that are coming through with some just one-up knockers. So Carl's gonna kick it off. Yeah, one-up knockers. <laughs> <laughs> They're just bringing their best stuff. I love it. What they've been chewing on. <laughs> Carl's gonna be here. Uh, my friend. Um, Carrie Latticer, she was a speaker at last year's Women's Conference. She's Great. going to be at the BDH campus. Uh, friend Mike Goldsworthy, he's the lead pastor down in Southern California at a church called Parkcrest. Big church, multi-site church, mm. killer stuff. Oh, man, he's so good. Um, and then uh, John Scott. Mm. Uh, my grandparents were at that church when, he's, when he took over as a lead pastor. He's been there for 30 years, I think. Mm. Maybe something like that. Um, he's in Himmet, California. Just had like 4,000 people at his Easter service. They did it outside in a dome. Super cool guy. Hmm. So good. Um, he's going to come out. And then I think you're finishing it off. Yep. Batting cleanup here. Yeah, buddy. It's going to be great. The closer. Yeah. And then and then that's when we'll start um, our uh, July series. And we teased that a little bit last we did. week already. We did some teasing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun summer. Make your plans to be here gonna be fun yeah i would love to have you yeah women's conference this week if you uh 
if you have any women in your life or if you are a woman in your life. And it's not you, too uh, late. If you're listening to this right late. now, it's not too late. And I if you just bought a ticket right now. You di- Well, for your wife. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you can only come to one thing. Yeah. If you can just make Friday, I'm telling you it's going to be worth the investment. It would be a wise thing ah, to do. Ah, let's go full circle here. 100%. It, just, it really would. It really yeah. would. Megan, and, uh, Megan's or if you a can just do, speaker. I mean, if you, if, if you can just do Saturday, you know, until the nooner time. Mm-hmm. And if there's any of you listening out there and you know somebody too, who's like, I, I can't do this, you know, because we got kids and it's the weekend and there's, you know, stuff. You know, some of them are at sports and some of them aren't. So who's going to take care of them? We have childcare. Oh. Here. So nice. Don't let that be a deterrent. Great. So yeah. We should throw that up on social media. Yeah, we should. Hey, you're sitting out there and you're going, we don't know how to manage the kids situation this weekend. We got child care. We got it for you. I love it. We got child care. Yes, we do. We got child care. How about you? We got it. You already used that this weekend. I did. A Walney One service. Is that the service they use? That's the service. It's your new Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I I guess. I got drama. Yes, I do. I got drama. How about you? Well, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) (laughs) And out. Hey, love you guys. It was awesome. We'll uh, see you this weekend.